Ready for the interview And if you get a cue Live on the laptop Watch what I'm gonna do Welcome to the show Let them know we got a point of view Hey, yo Let's have a combo Say what you feel Be real, that's the motto Real talk, pronto Doctor D, PhD Hit the intro Hold up, wait Gotta be social Network global Home for the locals Gotta be social Network global Home for the locals Hey, before we get started with the episode, please check out a few of my affiliates and sponsors. It's the best way to support the podcast outside of listening to it. Get ready for an awesome episode. Thank you, everyone. Hemp has been cultivated for medical use for centuries. Green Compass is a North Carolina-based, family-founded, and one of the few certified USDA organic hemp companies. Their sixth-generation USDA-certified organic farmland Seasoned with longtime agricultural enthusiasts, serves as the perfect home to grow 100% organic hemp. You can access more information about how CBD can help you and order Green Compass products through my referral link, which is in the show notes. Green Compass offers a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll receive $10 off your first order. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to layeredsuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code Dr. D at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. All right. Well, uh, this is probably one of the more special episodes we have in the podcast because we're in the same room. I'm in with Simon, <laughs> but Shannon's here instead. Shannon is here. Shannon. It's like Millman, Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. <laughs> I told Simon I'm going to be talking to your wife, and he was like, oh, it's better her than me. I said, come on, man. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he gets up, he acts all tough, but I hear him longing and yearning that he's talking to you all the time. So I know. You know what? <laughs> Do you know, we, you we know, know, as we tell each other very sensitive things to each other all the time. I'm into that. I'm into talking about my feelings. And uh, it's, good. it's been it's nice to have another male to do that with. You know. Agreed. Now, Shannon, uh, before we jump into the amazing thing you're doing, I have to say, I heard you're very annoyed that we talk about 80s movies a lot. Oh, <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> well, it's just you guys choose the worst, most boring action movies that no one cares about. Okay, yeah. I shouldn't say that. It's just me. It's just me that doesn't care about it. <laughs> but as long as it brings you joy, I mean, I can let you have it. <laughs> I told Simon, this is the extent of 80s movies that I would talk with you about on here. Just that you're annoyed by it. And Simon said he tried to get you to watch a movie the other day, and and you were like, mm, no. <laughs> like, Do you know what it was? I can't I remember. I can't remember. We were watching. We're always talking about tons of movies. And mm -hmm. uh, apparently he's always trying to get all your children to watch all these movies uh, with him. Yeah, he's he is infamous though for trying to get me to watch things and I think I won't like them. Westerns are a standard, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch that. But then I'll watch it, and I if I just open my mind, I'm like, wow, my life has changed. Had I not watched <laughs> that, you know? But I don't I don't remember how much value I can get from something that's not comfortable for me. Yes, I have to be yes. taught and reprobed. <laughs> for sure. Well, I have to tell you, like, uh, so for the audience, Shannon and I met. I'm, it's like years ago, several years ago. And um, you were doing, I believe, kind of like a one-person show. That's right. And uh, that was kind of how this whole Milliman adventure started. 
with this and the creativity and the and I remember I remember the talent shows in the house. Oh, that's right. We had a Christmas family talent show where everyone was required to participate. It was quite fun, actually. <laughs> and, the, and, and I recently saw a very large picture of your family because Simon and I text quite frequently. Oh, good. And, uh, it was a very nice, very interesting family picture. <laughs> and uh, you have the a beautiful Kitchen family. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk to you a little bit today about this new thing that you're working on. And... Uh, because it sounds actually really amazing. So why don't you give us some background a little bit about this new project, this new venture you're doing? Okay. Um, I was thinking, just uh, recalling my brain about us meeting, I remember learning about your, before I, I answer your question, your creations mm -hmm. and your fitness and how you were thinking. It seems that you think so much more visionary than just, oh, I'm just going to be a fitness trainer. You know, yeah. I, I, there are bigger ways of doing it. And I love conversing with people that think more inspired. And I think about all the drops in my bucket of figuring out what my next creation and contribution in the world is. And I remember like getting inspired from you. And I even recall sharing like, um, I'm writing my grandpa's life story, which is where it yeah. stemmed from. Um, and it took years and time and carving to be able to figure out what that thing was that I wanted to do. But ultimately, where I'm at today is I've created an app, and it's a subscription service that helps people write legacy letters, kind of like family life story and milestone times in your life. You can choose different tracks for different times in your life. And it's in a forum that sends you an a weekly prompt that you would write and respond to. So it's not too overwhelming. Just once a week, you respond to something to get you writing. It might be, um, I have a track for pregnancy for the whole duration of being pregnant and then having the baby or someone who's in their senior years and wants to reflect and pass on their wisdom from their life and their stories and their life. That would be a life story track. And I'll ask questions about their childhood, about their teen years, about military service. Um, so it's just this it, a way to make it ordinary and easy and approachable to help people capture their extraordinary lives. Everybody has stories to tell, wisdom to give. And um, I felt encouraged to do something like this after interviewing my grandpa extensively about his life. And he grew up in, and has lived his whole life in rural Southern Idaho. And Farm country was pretty the norm there. And so it's sort of a simpler life than um, than the urban life that I was living in Portland, Oregon. And, and like, as I got older, I realized like I didn't know my grandpa that well when I was a child and lived in Alaska. Um, he, they would visit annually, but I, that's about all I knew. You know, they'd, they'd give me $20 on my birthday. And <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Grandparents. Standard. But yeah. I had cousins who lived near them all their whole life and they knew them deeply. And I felt a lot of remorse and regret for not knowing them. And I'm like, well, how do I bridge that gap? I have a busy full life with a family and a job and I live in Oregon. And my grandpa's in Idaho. Well, um, lucky for me, my grandpa would take a little risk for a, a senior adult and he learned how to use the app Marco Polo. If you're familiar with that, it's a video chat app. And I, um, I ended up being able to use it for a bigger purpose where we would just chat and catch up. 
and I instead asked him, can we shift this? And, and, and I kind of just interview about your life and just slowly you answer my questions one at a time. And he was reluctant and didn't really think he had much to offer at first, but he complied and it just turned out to be um, years, probably about a year and a half of beautiful exchanges of him telling me what he remembered. Sometimes it would be repetitive and I would transcribe it bit by bit. And sometimes it would be new and sometimes it would be this hidden gem or it would be this answer to why I seem to sense strife with different family members that I didn't understand or um, and a weird thing happened where as I did this and began to share the work that we did together with other family members, they all got excited to get involved and start writing their stories. And they, some of them that were closer would interview in person and bring in my grandma and aunts and uncles. And I ended up being able to go in person to do some interviews, but it was just like this work that keeps rolling and it can't stop and it shouldn't. Um, and I thought everybody has, okay, good intentions. Like I would tell people I was excited about doing this and just excited about the things I was learning and seeing how I was like my grandpa or how I were different or how he raised his kids, how I'm raising them. And there were similarities and there were differences. And, um, oh, it was just kind of a fascinating unearthing, like onion skin peeling. And, um, I just, I, I had this hunger in me to help other people do this. I would tell people about it. They'd think it was wonderful. It was really important. And they would nod and and just think that was beautiful. But um, most of the time, people would say, oh, I should do that or I should have done that. And I thought, what is there that I could do that I could have more interactions where people are saying, I am doing that or, yeah. um, you know, just a little more move the needle. And so um, I kind of crafted some stuff and worked and I, I participated in a program that's kind of an entrepreneur support program. And that really helped me kind of get the business foundation going. Um, and so as my creation is now, it's a simple app and it just prompts weekly. And then at the end of a year, the subscription is up and then um, my service prints the letters in 12 separate letters kind of on legacy archive, safe ink, pretty fancy paper. And there's a fancy little seal. And I mail those in a box to the recipient. And then the recipient, who is the one answering all the prompts, gets to choose when they give those 12 letters to whoever they decide to give them to. And they're packed, they pack them in the envelopes and give them. And I have had a lot of like meaning in that one-on-one -on -one exchange with my grandpa. And so that was why I kind of simulated the letter in that way. So kind of exciting trying something out. If there's anything that people can connect with easier, I think it's worth trying. Most definitely. I, and I remember when um, it was told to me about this idea and what you're doing, I thought, man, this is a, this is a very emotional thing uh, to yeah, do. Yeah, it can be, right? Yeah, a very emotional. Um, and I wonder why don't we take the time to do more of this in our lives? Like from your perspective, what is it about mm -hmm. us that makes this a difficult thing to do without, let's say, a prompt or a nudge? Yeah, I think it probably stems a lot in fear that whatever you share or whatever you write will not um, be expressed the way you want it to. And once mm. you memorialize it, it's like, well, maybe I don't believe that anymore. Or maybe I don't think that anymore. Or I'm not going to write it well enough. I, I would mm. prefer to do it better. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till I'm ready. I'm going to wait till 
uh, you know, it's it's like this brick overcoat of resistance and reasons to not do it takes charge. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just the thing that it's hard to get away from that border. Yeah, it's I think also, too, is like it's hard to slow down in life sometimes. And like it is really thoughtful, you know, like you get it I think people truly. are on the kind of the machine of life. Yeah. And you don't slow down. And it's like it makes me think of like appreciation for things like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, someone tells you something or you do something great or what's nice. And then you, you just kind of move on to the next thing and you don't really like ingest. It, it sounds like this is a way to like really ingest a moment and really take the time and not have it be like a moment that's like through social media where it's like interactive and it's a back and forth thing. It's like, no, I'm just reading this and I'm taking it in, you know? Yeah. I love thinking about it like that because I'm, I'm hoping it'll be a way to kind of interject into your normal, busy bustle routine. Like, well, I'm going to commit to myself that I'm going to write 15 minutes a week. You know, I'm going to do yeah. it every week and that will add up and you'll have abundance at the end. Also, mm. I think about how, uh, it's just, it's easy to not do it. And it's just like anything, yeah. like it's easy to not make the healthy salad choice or to not go for a run today. But it's, if you make that a habit, well, maybe we have a little bit of a chance, you know? I mean, it's literally easy to do nothing in life. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's so much easier to like, be like, eh, I'm not going to do that. And yeah, so I think the uh, special things like really, are memorable because of the effort behind it. Mm-hmm. When someone gives you like this pure effort behind something, which I think feels somewhat rare to me in life. Yeah. Uh, at least as the older I've gotten, I've just kind of like, where's that kind of rare pure effort from people? Where they're like, I sat down and I thought about it. I thought about you and I did something that kind of memorialized you, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, um, handwritten letters are almost a thing of the past and yeah. kids can't read cursive, you know, No. and having it be a technology where you can just type, but you're, yet at the end, you're going to get physical letters. It's kind of a bridge of the old and the new. And somehow there's something nostalgic and, and welcoming about, okay, homage to the past, but also yeah. there's advantages in the future. So you talked about this with your grandpa but how does this relate to your kids and Simon, this project? Yeah. Um, gosh, I think this year feels like it's been such a transitional year for our family. And um, in transition, there is beauty, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, it has inspired me to write myself more. And I reflect kind of, I do a lot of memoir journaling styled writings about my perceptions of my children, my 19 year old son, um, just left, left on a mission Moses, for our right? church and yeah, it's a big deal. And he's, yeah. he's learning Spanish in, um, Mexico city right now. And he'll be there for another four weeks and then he'll go to St. George, Utah, not quite, not quite so exotic, but he'll be, <laughs> um, a- interacting with Spanish community folks in that area. But um, it's been kind of a milestone moment for um, for a Mormon kid, and he's planned his whole life to do this. And as he is at this point, he's had to wrestle with what he believes or what, how he's shifted. And 
as his parents, we're doing the same thing, which it's so interesting that we're always evolving. And I've found solace in writing about the way that I've felt. And um, my other daughter has taken up cross country and she kind of inspired mm-hmm. me to get running. And I, I don't run with her, but like, I know she is running and I feel like it's something to share because she kind of motivated me to do it. And I've written poems about that and I've just, and it's given me this outlet or this freedom to remember that 15 minutes can count. Like I don't have to write a whole book about them. When we first met, I had shared um, my play with the world and that was kind of dedicated to my first daughter. And my goal is to write a play for dedicated to each of my kids And I have lots of writing, but not yet development for those. But this writing find has been like, I don't have to do a huge thing. I can do little things and they count. And if I'm, if I have them documented and somehow permanent so that I can pass those on, somehow I feel really impressed to pass things on. Not everyone has that hunger, I don't imagine, but I want to have it. (laughs) You know, something, some, I don't know what I think I am, some kind of like relic <laughs> and I want the world to know <laughs> the Oracle. Maybe I need right. to step down, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I get, been, I and that. I guess the, the short answer is it's been an outlet for me to understand myself and my evolving beliefs and giving me, giving me power to help my kids learn how to understand themselves. I totally jive in with this because uh, I kind of do a similar thing, but in kind of pic- well, video form with my daughter. Wonderful. Where, yeah. Every birthday, which now the one's coming up here, she's going to be 12. We do this video and we kind of, she stands, you know, by a door or something and she says her name and what she's thinking about this year, what she's into. And we've been doing it since she's like five years old. And so oh, I want to give it to her when she's after she's 18 to see so you can play it in a row so you can see how big she's gotten and their different thoughts and mindsets type of thing. So it makes me feel oh, kind of like that. So moving. As I've done trial um, subscriptions with folks and testing it out and stuff, um, I have learned my version as is is not what the masses want. And it's given me mm. more ideas. And I'm working on a, an iteration that will allow like a talk to text and it will transcribe it and also audio. And you inspire me to think like, and could I do video? Like we have these tools at our disposal. What would be more precious when that person is gone or when they're at a different phase of their life for your daughter to look back at that and see herself at five. I can't think of anything (laughs) more meaningful, you know, and fun. And fun. We've watched a few of them back and, and she's like, wow, I don't, that's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> I don't like unicorns anymore. You know? Stuff like that, you know, I think is um, remembering things I think is really important. And just, it may, just makes me think of what you're doing. And I, I definitely have that feeling. We're sinking on that. Like, I want her to remember her life. I want her to remember me. It makes me think you said you're evolving thoughts and beliefs. I really centered on that. How has that changed from when we first talked several years ago? Oh, wow. I mean, you know, we have 10 minutes. (laughs) 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 Um, Wow. I'm rarely speechless, my friend. (laughs) um, I, I, 
it's still like a work in progress and I'm not quite articulating myself to the point that I want to um, just, just yet on that. But a lot of it really is around identity. Like, who am I? Um, and can that change? Um, okay. When we met versus now, I think I'm a little more um, aware that I can accomplish more than I ever thought. Like a big milestone thing that I did that kind of – sometimes you need a physical thing that proves to you um, – was that I ran my first marathon this last December. Nice. And um, I never thought I was a runner. I couldn't run uh, 200 yards when I started training. And obviously at the end, I ran 26.2. And it, I think that is a good symbol of like where I was even just a few years ago to now is like, um, and maybe hopefully every part of life will feel like that. Like I was only an infant. I thought I was fully formed and fully developed. But at that time, I wasn't. I was in utero. I, I could not run. And now I can run with long strides. And I was proud yeah. of my time. And that gives me hope for like, what will I be in three years? You know, it's it's ever evolving. Um, I Something that you asked me there, I was trying to scramble and find. I wrote just a... Don't worry, it's not profound, but I wrote a quick <laughs> stanza verse um, that made me think of what you said. And I was thinking about um, maybe the things that I thought served me yesteryear don't always serve me today. And I need to find new tools or a new employee to, to get to that next accomplishment. And I just wrote down a verse Put down your trowels, your rake, your shovel. Tools can help, but honor the hands, the tool of all. The envy of primates, reading palms, reading stars in the zodiac heart. Okay, so probably a little bit elusive in meaning, but <laughs> um, that was just simply me thinking about um, like my hands, like me, my entity. I I get to carve my next iteration. Um and so maybe today compared to yesterday, a few yesterdays ago, I'm a little bit more aware of the fact that I'm in charge of my destiny. Yeah. It's, um, it's, How about you? Know, you? I'd love to know your thoughts on that. <laughs> I Honestly, you know what's really interesting? I feel like um, this is very intertwined with like my podcast and chatting with like so many people and getting so many different perspectives, I just feel like I've evolved in just the perspective I have in the entirety of life. And yeah. I would say that probably one of the biggest uh, changes has been like spiritual in that nature. And I think this is where like this, you know, with Simon and I really jive on this. If you listen to any of the yeah. episodes, there's a lot of that. Discussion. I feel like we should change it to a, like a spiritual podcast. We talk about it all <laughs> right. the time. But I feel like he and I are on a very similar pathway with that. Mm -hmm. And so I think it just more, um, more, more questions, more uh, open-mindedness. And, and not just that in a lot of different aspects of life, but also to understand that life is basically many lifetimes within one long day. Yeah. With it. Oh, and, that's really profound and beautiful. Um, I have been on the sidelines so appreciative for your and Simon's friendship and be and ability to connect on those spiritual things. Yeah. 
Um, I think on most elements that Simon and I are pretty aligned with our beliefs. Um, and I think I at current am a, have a harder time letting go of my past beliefs. I, yeah. I, I believe they still define me and, um, he's a lot more capable of letting go of them. <laughs> that isn't right, wrong or, in, or right. indifferent. I don't think it depends, you know, but, um, it's been, I don't know how to say it, like almost healing for me to know that he has someone who can like scat with him yeah. and it's you. And it's this like, and he has an outlet for it. And we have yeah. conversation that is very helpful, but it's like an outside. It's not so close. Yeah. It's, I don't know, but it's been really, really, really helpful to me to know that he has a friend yeah. that he explores things with in a really yeah. meaningful way. Well, I think a lot of people just, uh, it kind of goes back to, I think we were talking about this off air before we got on, but it's like, it's very difficult to find deep, meaningful connection on any level, but in, on friendship. And a big shout out, last episode, we talked a lot about you and my wife, Michelle, and how we've been very fortunate to be with both of these people, incredible humans, and to have a deep connection with. But I feel like finding someone that you feel like a good friend and that you can have like really vulnerable conversations with is very difficult. And I feel like that connects to like the, what you're working on. It's, it creates a vulnerability. It's like, listen, I'm remembering you and yep, I'm going to make sure that, right. You mean something very dear to me and I'm going to send something to you and I'm going to, you're going to, you're going to read it and you're going to feel the emotion. I'm all about the feeling. I'm all about like, let me feel it really deeply. So I think that I love this idea because it, it speaks to that. Let me, let's feel something together and let's not be afraid to do that. And I always end like um, our episode, Simon and I always tell him something nice about him. I give him <laughs> a lot of praise at every single episode. And uh, that's my way of remembering the person and the time mm. that I had with them to say, hey. What a sweet gift. Right? Truly. You should know that. You're important to me. I always tell him how yeah. important he is to me. Always. And <laughs> how great of a friend he is. Because I just don't think people do that enough with each other. We don't. We're guarded. It's, yes. it's cheesy. It's silly. <laughs> it's not done. But it's not. But that's not. what we think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just think like, we have to be open with each other about how we feel, tell each other the things that are like ruminating and bouncing around in our minds. Mm -hmm. And a letter is also a, an incredible way for that. I mean, I love getting letters from people. They're always so surprising and emotional. <laughs> yeah. What's this? <laughs> a letter? <laughs> like... <laughs> Does someone have the, a letter opener, perhaps? <laughs> but it's the effort, because you see, like, oh, it took effort for this person to write the letter, to mail it out, to really sit yeah. down and think, not be distracted, you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> like, just do it. And there's something very meaningful in connection when someone's like, this is my gift to you, my time of telling you something deeply emotional. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. So you're doing a wonderful thing, Shannon. I mean, really great. Thanks. It's been a fun process. It's it's just, you know, 
what can we do to make the world a little bit better? Let's try this. <laughs> if that doesn't yeah. work, we'll try something else. <laughs> That's fantastic. I definitely have to meet you guys in person, man. I got to spend some time. We will with have fun. Moments. Yeah. <laughs> and tell Simon it won't ruin our friendship. He's so like, oh, I don't ruin no. <laughs> Like, just relax, man. <laughs> I'll whisper it to him in the night so that he thinks it's his dream subconscious. And then he'll yes. wake up saying, Wait, our friendship will be fortified. <laughs> It'll be fortified. Yes, yes. I, I, know, I know you're limited on time and stuff, but I'm, I want to do the same thing I do with Simon with you, Shannon, and say <laughs> I'm very, very appreciative that we met all those years ago. Um, and you are a wonderful soul. You're someone who is super creative and caring, and I could tell how much you love your family from the things that Simon says about you to me. Uh, he is extremely proud that you guys are together. And uh, <laughs> that comes through loud and clear all the time. So thank you for being an incredible partner uh, and parent. Thank you. Yes. Genu and, uh, genuinely, that is very warm and appreciated. And I appreciate your curiosity. You make me hungry to get to know people from listening to all the diverse conversations you have. And every time you engage with someone, it is so genuine and you're interested in what they're interested. In. And I just think, wow, what a beautiful way to live. What If we can just do that a little bit more and, yeah. you know, talk to the person at the grocery store or whoever yeah. it may be and yeah. remember that they have value and and that maybe in an exchange, we can be better for talking to each other. It's beautiful. And thanks for being especially Mr. Simon's best bud. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, Shannon. And uh, please let everyone know how they can connect with the app and get started with this. Sounds good. You can go to Remembrera, R-E-M-E-M-B-R-A-R-A.com. And check it out and you can subscribe. You can do a trial and just test it out. And I'm already working on developing uh, the next version. So it'll even get better. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure, Shannon. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Thank you.